Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick a favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome to the Boomtron Podcast. I am Diego, and we got a full house today. We got full house. We're joined by Amy. We're joined by Mark and Damon back in the building. What up, everybody? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Welcome back, man. Dean? Thank you. It's, it's, been, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But we got a good one. Like, I'm excited to be back. You know, Amy hasn't tricked us into watching something terrible. Like, we still got something that's going to be good to watch and talk about. Like, I'm excited about that. We're excited to, to get the ball rolling. And we're not... We're not going to waste any time here today, right? We're going to go right into what seems to be, you know, trending around the Netflix world, and that is Squid Game. There is so much to discuss here. I mean, (laughs) I enjoyed it, but I would say that it was very reminiscent of Battle Royale. So I don't know how many people kind of saw that first. So that's an older film, um, and people would say it's kind of the precursor to hunger games some people would say that hunger games was stolen from battle royale right but it had a different feel than the hunger games no dystopian like it was just a different type of feel it felt exactly like this right so i was excited based on that because i'm a huge fan of battle royale plus what was that last one that you know we ended up watching the the one with the cards no Alice. Yes, yeah, Alice in Borderlands, right? Alice in Borderlands, yes. Yeah, like that was awesome. And good. we we that all seem to have enjoyed that one. But that was like you said like post-apocalyptic like Yeah. So so Squid Game is a little different in that there's not really any, you know, fantasy per se built into the story. It kind of feels a little bit like James Bondish sort of feel, like an 80s or 90s James Bond sort of feel and look to what it is so the the overall story here is right this is all spoilers so you get you're getting it all the overall story is you know there's it's it's kind of like this take on classes and things like that but people that have money problems are brought into well they're not necessarily forced into but they're asked if they would like to come join this game which they know nothing about right i think that's the the big difference of this versus a lot of other shows that kind of proposed to do the same thing you know they were asked to come in not only were they asked to come in but they were they left and then were asked if they wanted to come back and i think that's a big differentiator between a lot of other yeah i just i i really like the way they i don't want to say tricked the the people but they they played like that that flipping of the of the the, the little card looked like an envelope mm-hmm. yep. and just kind of how, how they hooked them into it there wasn't like any like hey buddy like talking it's just hey play this game with me play this child's game with me and that's that's pretty much the whole premise of the show is you're playing children's games to win money but there's a big deadly twist to these children's game per se <laughs> right and, and that's the thing and whoever said it i think who said they didn't get tricked into it like they did their research on their their targets like they knew who could not resist like the gambling or the you know i need to win this i've got to get into it and I, it was amazing 
to watch, like, first of all, at the beginning, I really, really hated Gi-hoon. I just, I was like, oh, he's such a bad dude. Um, He's yelling at his mother and he's just... I don't think I ever ended up liking him, honestly. I don't think I ended up, like, liking him, but they definitely Hmm. made him throughout the show become a more sympathetic character. Um, I was definitely rooting for him to win at the end. Yeah. Out of everybody. Uh, I kind of wanted Sabiak to win. I wanted that. What's that girl's name? Kang? Is that was that her Se- name? Sebiak, yeah. Oh, Sebiak. Yeah. She's the yeah. one that I wanted to win. Yeah, the lead I, I, girl, not the like the secondary girl that came in later on. She right? was good no. though. Like people, that are, girl people from are... something else that we've seen, by the way, and I can't pinpoint what it is yet. I have to. I'm gonna have to look. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> the thing is, is that they were saying that like she really kind of stole the show in terms of acting, and I would kind of agree with that. Like she had a very small part. But I thought she did, you know, a really good job. The the one thing we have to kind of, I don't know if this was, dubbing is tough at the end of the day, right? So I don't necessarily know if it's something just in the way a cultural thing, but the acting is is can sometimes be a little um, too outgoing is not the word. It can be a little much, right? A little bit over the top, I guess. It's, they're like overly yeah. expressive. Yeah, and yeah. again, I don't necessarily know if that's a dubbing thing or not. Um, but I, I think that it was something to kind of take into account. I, it definitely again, did. My my husband said to me, he's like, I don't, the acting in this is so bad. And I was like, I'm not sure if it's the acting that's bad or if it's that we don't really know what it is that they said. Like the translation might not be accurate. So what they're mm-hmm. really saying might match better with what they're doing. Yeah, but, see, that's I was I felt like there was not a richness of dialogue. I mean, they got the storyline across, but the way they spoke, I, it was like. Listening to third graders talking to each other. A little bit matter-of-factly. I I wondered if that was the translation element as well. It it could have been. So, you know, we get into this story. There's so many things that, like, I enjoyed about it. And then there's a bunch of things that I just, I can't still wrap my head around. But, you know, it had a great twist to it. I thought that was great. The characters, I thought, were were well done. But here's my thing. Like, how do you off hundreds of people every year and no one comes looking? Right, that was my first problem with this. There was, there, there was a lot of people. So again, this turns very deadly, right? That people are, you know, there's one winner, and you you start the games out in, you know, again, it felt a little bit like you weren't directly impacting people's deaths in the beginning. Well, I mean, that changes obviously, you know, after game two, and then right. you know, people are killing each other in the place where they're hanging out and sleeping but before that it's kind of like this whole kind of like ramp up i thought that that was done very well i thought that the shock of the first game i mean listen it's a netflix show so we kind of know what we're gonna get into but it was still enough of a like oh okay that's how we're doing this for me definitely way bloody way yucky like i didn't love that about (laughs) it and there's just so many things i just don't understand about it right from the the aspect of all right so you're offing all these people how how do you hide that no matter how much money these other people you know had how do you hide all those deaths and then we i I don't know that that was my first real question and then there's a lot of money involved what did they say it's like that you know 39 million u.s or you know yeah somewhere so let's just call it 40 million u.s right every year okay maybe not so much right in terms of the people that we're dealing with but then the, the the American 
this got played like the the way that we the americans were depicted was was kind of tough right it was right. it was kind of tough <laughs> super gross yeah it was definitely kind of tough but but overall i thought it it had a great build up and then you know when we have that ending with with you know understanding what the story was really about but again i i don't understand why the old man like why this was happening i i get how they did it right they're taking people that are you know need the money gamblers right we had the girl that was from north korea defecting needed her family there had the brother right the other dude that was you know the financial advisor he was he was the worst um yeah. i don't care what happened at the end Song he was Wu. the worst yes. yeah Song he was Wu, the worst yeah. right and we have all these different people but man like that's a lot of like people just to be out and then you we know, have the God. Well, just uh, I, I think it's a real statement about just wealth inequality that uh, these right. folks, you know, they're not – well, some of them are, but most of them don't seem like bad people, but they just are at the bottom of the food chain. And so the fact that they would go missing, there's just not But a financial advisor? But, well, the financial but, advisor seemed like, you know, again, smart dude, right? Went to, you know, the, the university. That's all we heard about. And he goes missing and like... Well, but he's being looked for by the cops. And so that his disappearance would kind of follow suit with his circumstances. And I think that like even the, the, the game that they played in the subway with the, the pog or whatever mm-hmm. you call that thing, um, that was sort of an audition. I think that they're looking for these people and they're like, okay, we know your life circumstances, but now will you let us abuse you? But for those circumstances to get a quick buck, that, that when he slapped the main character right in the face at that first round, you know, I think that's at that moment, that's when the, uh, the salesman is deciding this is going to be a good player for the game. So we're in this place and we have like, there's a few things again, I'm just kind of trying to wrap my head around. We have all the PlayStation face people, right? Because I mean, that's just PlayStation controller faces, <laughs> right? That's what I feel like. Um where where are they from and how are they all so quiet there was a lot of those people and you're telling me no one's ever given up the bag right really like mm-hmm. I, I mean what are they paying them i mean i guess they could be paying them I'm so much with you on that that was one of my biggest like things where i was like this there's too many outside people that are not like the front man what? or the guy the old man who was in control yep. there's too and, many liabilities and here's how it doesn't make sense because you have them working with the doctor to pull kidneys out for money, right? But does that mean they're not being paid enough money by doing what they're doing to keep it? So, and then if you're not paying them enough money, how are they keeping their mouth shut? You see, like right. that's that doesn't add up, right? The, the doctor pulling out the organs, I don't get that. Can is there is there a reason for that? Like that's what I'm not understanding. Why I is think that those happening? Those guys were just trying to make a quick a little buck. side hustle. Yeah, yeah. Was, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and the front man said that one. He's like, I don't care what you do with the organs, sell them, eat them. I don't care. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to ruin the integrity of this game. Yeah, that the front man, like, uh, yeah, he made this really big point about equality in the game that they're coming from a world of inequality but in this game it's a level playing field and that was his biggest issue not this huge betrayal and subversion of the game itself and and the risk to being uncovered it it was just that you were not fair to my players which i thought was kind of a weird place to take a moral stance yeah and then we find out who that is yeah and again that's also confusing so it's the the cop's brother and he won so yeah that's 40 million does he just blow? I mean, see, and that's the problem with these people, right? If they're degenerate gamblers, it's possible he blew through that money. 
And that was a storyline that I felt like kind of started and ended and there was nothing to it. Like yeah. it was it was a weird there departure. Yeah. Why did yeah, why did there, we need the cop there? What did he exactly, do? I, exactly. Exactly, because nothing came of it unless, you know, uh, there is a season two and the cop survived that jump from the cliff into the well, ocean. And that's what I texted you guys. I, I hope he's hanging on a branch right below. Right. <laughs> because, uh, that, I mean, he could team up with Giyun and and they could try to take down Squid Island. <laughs> but right. if, if, if the whole point of this was him to have money for his daughter, right? That was the whole point. And I could understand right. that. He, you know, again, he he's, you know, doesn't have this money. He always makes promises. I mean, that's just the, the gambling attitude in general, right? So I get it. But his goal, it seemed, in his heart was to be with his daughter. And he was upset that she was going to the U.S. And then it ends. And this dude's like, nah, I have all this money. And I could just roll to the U.S. and accomplish what I want and be away from Squid Island but nah, I'm gonna go, you know, rogue and turn around and do what? Right. I mean, and call to get his James, get his James Bond on. But see, that's <laughs> that's just stupid. Like the, season one. So again, if we were talking about like what would season two of Squid Games be? I mean, I think I, I feel like they're gonna do it, and I just don't want it to happen because it, it's so. It, it's I not what his character was fighting for. Exactly. Yeah, I was just say it's not. I don't see him turning into a John Wick kind of guy and now no. he's going to take down the, the the whole organization here from the outside in or inside out whatever. I mean I don't, I, I He also been, clearly doesn't have it in him. Like he no. was not That's on board with killing people. So no. the idea of him being the one who's going to take them all down, he's going to have to get his hands dirty to do it and I don't I don't see him doing that at all in a season 2. I felt like it was such a departure from his character that we knew the whole time to leave his daughter and not go to her that it kind of made the ending of it tough for me. It right. almost made me think just now of, I don't know if you guys ever saw the movies Hostel. No. And then like season one, like you got the whole, they're, you know, they get abducted and then you got these rich people doing un godly things to other people and then season two it's kind of like trying to, i think season uh, part two is them trying to like take down the organization and it just mm -hmm. it just didn't work the only the only thing i think i see for a season two would be another squid game but like in another country or, or well, here's what I was thinking. Yeah, pre the prequel was one of the ideas that I had Ooh. and you could kind of find out the front man's backstory yeah, but, uh, or, or, or the old man, because, dude, the old man's like, Old man's hey. interesting, yeah. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm bored, right? And I don't know if that <laughs> translated well. I think that's where part of the translation kind of came tough. Right. I'm bored, so I'm going to start offing people. And and look, I, I think that we've seen and, and heard, like, that storyline of hunters wanting to hunt, right? right? Humans, because, you know, they're more, you know, harder to catch, and, and that's a that's just something that plays right in general with bad people but again being bored what was he even seeing like you know you see these americans betting on the game and betting what they was like a million dollars or whatever the the number was on the contestants but like i mean he's dying like and right. this is what this dude wants to do 
I don't get yeah. that. Well, I think he's he, he's so rich that nothing he just nothing impresses him or changes him or affects him at all. And he was trying to find a way towards what he knew to get was a rush. Arguably, the end of his life. Exactly to to feel something. And he, I think, made a comment in the hospital bed at the very end that even if he had died in the game, at least he would have died playing and feeling something. Um, and I, and I'm gonna be honest. I from the very first game. I knew that there was something up with the old man because he was timing that red light, green light to perfection. Yeah. He, he, and I was like, right, no right from the jump, old yeah. man just analyzed the pattern and whatever. Like he knows when it's I stopping mean, and when it's going. I don't even know if I would say like that per se, but it just, I, I, it, he seemed different. I kind of, I thought like, I thought that they did an okay job with saying, this dude's dying, so he's trying to get money. I, I was believing that, right? Like, I was in on that to start with. I thought it was great. You know, the the marble game was... was the marble... Oh, my was, yeah, That was, was brutal. Really good. That was crazy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, when the guy of, was playing with his wife? Ugh. Yeah. That, to me, was the most, like, mind-bending. Like, I was like, yo, this is effed up. Crazy, right. kind of. Well, because, because the whole... Like, all the other games were kind of like, you know, I felt like, I don't want to say straightforward, but like, they 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 kind of knew like, all right, this is a team game, this is by myself, and then they, when they're like, all right, partner up, they're like, oh, it's another team game, and I was like, nope, it's not. And I feel like, you know, we, we get these games in the beginning, like I said, where, you know, as long as you do well, you're good, you're not relying on anyone. I tell you though, I love the heck out of that tug of war because I thought that was yes. just like so interesting. Like I'm like, wow, I kind of think I know how to be good at tug of war now, right? <laughs> like there's a lot of tug of war stuff I just didn't know, right? There's a lot going on there. Um, yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. And I think you know, seeing them win that. What was your favorite game though? I think the glass one was really I was just good. Thinking that. Yeah. I was thinking the glass one, and I'm not gonna lie. Like when they were like when they would focus on the on the pains at the same time, I was just like that old man, like that was looking yeah. at him and seeing the the reflection of the light. I was trying to do the same thing for my TV. I even paused it at one point. I was like, ah! I, think I can tell the yeah. difference. Yeah, but the, gla I, I the glass like bridge, the glass bridge was good. The marble game, I thought, I thought the marble episode might have been my favorite episode. I think it, there was yeah, so it was, much character development in that. Episode. There really was, yeah. and I love the two girls playing, and oh. the one girl just going, "You know what? Go ahead." And right. I just, I, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say the thing that though I didn't love is like, dude, the glass shattering in the glass thing, and then you know jabbing her with a glass yeah. shard. Like, I don't know, man. Like they 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 put together all these games, and they're really gonna do that for what? I don't know. That that seemed like that was a little forced plot point for the for the VIPs. But you know what? what? You're just I felt the like glass. I felt like the reason they did that was so that when she was murdered by Sangwoo, that it wouldn't have seemed like as much of him defeating her because she was right. already just about dead. Because uh, that way she got to exit in the noblest of ways because they could only have one winner. Right. Absolutely. I just and again I I can for a plot point totally on board with that but i just feel like from the game point right if we're in this world and it's real why would they do that yeah why would they do that like why would they not i, I that's what i just don't understand 
right? I like, guess, yeah, yeah. That was that was tough, but well. And y'all, back to the marbles real quick. Ali, I mean, oh. Sangwoo killing Ali with that bag of rocks. That oh. that was brutal. Me. Yeah, no, that's I, what they, I liked about the oh. the marble episode was just like you had all these different teams and you saw like four or five different storylines and strategies. Even even the one guy that was like the antagonist the whole time, um, I, I can't remember his name. Duck Sue. Duck Sue with the with the snake tattoo. Yes, and he was losing, and 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 this is something that I, I also liked about the show is like the guys could request something from the PlayStation security guys, <laughs> and yes. they if like they made a good valid point, they would be like acknowledged, yeah, you or good, approved. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm yeah. like, I can like I can dig that that they can play within the rules of the game kind of thing, and so when he was able to change the kind of game because of equity and whatnot, I just, I I enjoyed that. And then you had Ali, like you saw. I want I at one point wondered if Song Wu knew that, and that's why he didn't pick uh, his buddy, and that's why he picked Ali. But then when he oh, started losing, that, but then he, I thought, kn- he knew a lot of the other games. He yeah. knew, knew a lot well, what was going on. I wonder if he cracked the code, which I didn't crack, but Mark texted me about, that all the games were on the wall. And so in the dorm room, every single game was depicted yeah. on the wall. They had him painted there. You couldn't see him at first when there were all the beds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that he had noticed that and kind of was kind of running his way through the games and because of that decided to you know figure it out somehow or i don't know he i just i really hated him emotionally (laughs) emotionally the marble game was definitely my favorite game to watch just because it made me feel so much but i gotta tell you red light green light was my favorite of the games because i remember playing that game as a kid and then when they say red light and you stop and you have to be still. So, uh, and nobody was shooting me if I wasn't still. But, but still, you, you had to but, be still. And I remember that. And I just thought playing that game with the added dimension of you better be still or it's your life. Oh, my God. And then that moment where um, where uh, Giyun starts to fall and Ali grabs his, his mm, shirt yeah. and stops him from falling. Like just that whole scene and the, they're figuring out to hide behind somebody. I, yeah, I, like I always that. That love the the first of anything because it's always the realist because people aren't figuring out how to play the game yet. It's just a genuine gut reaction to what's happening, and that's why that's still I've loved I did enjoy like the that was good, but there was it, there was a lot of technology in there that made me. I don't like again. It didn't necessarily place me. In our world, in our world, right? And then the other thing is, is like, so you have this, right, robot seeing if anyone moved. I felt like there was some movement that wasn't, like, shot down. And then the other thing is, too, you have these human people, you know, the PlayStation controller dudes shooting people. (laughs) How are they hitting all these people from that far away? They all expert marksmen, and they're not hitting anybody else? Right. Oh, no. I don't know. That was a good one, though. And it was funny because you had the, you know, the... The doll was kind of funny. Like I was, <laughs> was going to comment about that. I was really digging in terms of the set design for this movie, the juxtaposition of the innocent and the horrific. Like So right. you know, yeah. that, that kind of cute but really terrifying doll for the red light, green light, the circus lights for the glass panel game, mm-hmm. um, and even 
in the dorm, all the pictures of the games, uh, sort of the Easter egg, you know, what, uh, what, what games are coming that right. were painted on the walls. They all just look like cute little kids, like, or, or well, bathroom signs. <laughs> right, right. Or taking I, that also, the sugar honeycomb. I was just going to say that. Oh, one. on the playground. Being played on a playground. Yeah. And then the massive amount of bodies on that playground afterwards was crazy I, to look at. I want to say that that one, the sugar cone one, might have been the hardest one, I feel like. Well, and then here's the other thing. You have these expert marksmen. You have these laser-eyed robots. Nobody sees the lighter. Like, right, so yes. if, we're, if, 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 we're, if I'm hiding under the slide, there's no way you could see me. And if this thing, if it's all about equality, Word. that's where it falls a little bit apart for me because – there's no way you have these. There's just no way, right? And there's the same no way, way that's happening. And just on that point, just thinking about it now, when they sneak, when uh, yeah, oh, what's the girl's name? Cybiok. Cybiok. She sneaks in. They the the two girls go into the bathroom. She sneaks yeah. into the vent. Oh yes. And like <laughs> no one, like, there's no cameras in the bathroom. Like we're we're respecting privacy now. But, but not only that, we, the problem is that whole trope of vents is so overplayed and it's yes. been proven so many times that's not true, that's not how it works, that it just, it hurts my feelings when we use those <laughs> as plot devices, when we all know that that's not how venting works, right? Right. Like, it's not going to hold you up. Like, come on. But again, right. it was it was a plot point to move everybody on. Um, I just I didn't love that if you're gonna build this whole thing about equality, which is what it was supposed to be about, that you let the lighter thing go through, right. unless right. unless there was another reason for it. I don't know. I will say this: I hope there was not security cameras in that bathroom because then everyone would have had to see Minio and Duxu oh, having yeah. sex. Yeah, that no was thanks. I, I was not a fan of that girl. <laughs> The only thing no. worse than that was the the close up like extended remix of Giyun licking that honeycomb. I was like, <laughs> I had to mute the slurps. I was so. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty bad. And just the thinking about it, she me... was a great character though. I mean, she was yeah, so she was like bizarre. <laughs> she was the, it, the the vent thing in my notes. It's funny that you mentioned that, Damon, because in my notes I wrote, "Oh, here we go. Somebody's going through the vent." Um, <laughs> yeah. But the other thing that didn't. When they were giving notes to the doctor, right, okay. telling yep. him what it was going to be, mm-hmm. he got a rolled up little tiny piece of paper note In inside food. the yolk of a hard boiled egg. Mm-hmm. Which is like David Copperfield magic awesome. How are you doing that? <laughs> I'm going to make like, a hard boiled egg tonight and try. Yeah, I, you're going to have to because, <laughs> like, again, that was one of those things what, that I was like, come on. What, okay, so what was the end game for, for the doctor? Right, like, okay, so they're feeding him what the game is, but what does that matter? That doesn't necessarily mean that yeah. he's going to win. So they tell, let's just say we, it all plays out, and they tell like, him what the game is every single time. Yeah, right. what was that? Well, he he maybe would have known to what team to be on because I guess he's he started to know, team. you know, again. So, but even if that's all the case, right? There's no guarantee that he's winning. He's pulling these organs out. That again, organs they sell for a lot of money. Let's just be honest, right? Why? What's he doing? It, I don't understand that whole point. Like, couldn't he have made enough money just selling the organs and bounced? Like, if if he was going to be that sort of person in general, you know, couldn't he have just done that on the side for like some, some you know underground, underground stuff? stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, 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 I'm still weird money. about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the, the motive (laughs) for him. That was, he was interesting. I think, again, he was a little bit of a setup. The Oregon thing just did nothing for me, to be honest with you. It didn't really do much for the plot for me. I I think, if anything, it just helped the the cop plot with the the detective. But again, the detective storyline, like, there was no payoff there. No. And this was was some, like, like, evil layer stuff, too, right? Like, it was so weird that, you know, you have the Escher staircases and then you have these cave rooms in James Bond's show. Mad props to the PlayStation security guards because they knew their way around those stairs. Oh, they they did. did. But but you couldn't find, like, they couldn't find out that there was a cop in their midst. Like, they had all this security and all these, like, scanning of their face masks but they couldn't figure out that that dude was dead? Well, I had a question about this, too. This was one of my unsolved mysteries. Who was tapping number nine, number 29 in Morse code? Because remember when the cop was laying in bed and he heard the... Next or door co- or, no, they, they were coughing. They were coughing, not tapping. But Yeah, see, the, it, right. that was the dude next door to him, but who was that? Well, and why? Right. What did that mean? I, I don't know. That, that whole thing... for. Everything that diverted from that central storyline of the game itself, I, I think whatever efforts they were making to enrich the plot or enhance the characters, I, I think it failed. And then they all felt so abandoned, just dropped at the minute, you know. At the- did, so, so did it fail or did it have us just talking about like some craziness that just we don't know what happened? Right. I mean, maybe, maybe there that's was- what season two is going to be about. Well, it's, right? it, it gives us fodder for more. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because like think maybe about now it, right? the cops out and the cop still has a contact inside. Like someone's gonna reach I, I out and even, be like, "I was coughing to you." I don't know. I don't even know about that. <laughs> you know what it makes me feel like? It kind of makes me feel like it's a little bit more like real life. It sounds like counterproductive, but not everything in our lives ends up with a final plot, right? Like, I mean, I yeah. I think it's almost this randomness of like, hey, maybe the dude next door just wanted to talk to him, right? Like, maybe he was <laughs> bored because they couldn't talk to each other. Maybe there was just a million things and it just kind of seemed like, you know, the hustle bustle of just life. Like, I didn't necessarily mind that going nowhere. Again, my biggest thing is what happened to all this dude's money that he had to come back and work, you know, and again, and then he shot his brother in the shoulder. Like, this yeah. I don't, why well, shoot him at all? You know, that's right. a good point, though, because I think the the penultimate example of that, Damon, was when uh, O Ilnam, the the old man, mm-hmm. had that final bet in the in the high rise with Giyun, <laughs> and and it was about whether or not the homeless man sleeping in the snow would have someone show him an act of kindness yep. before the stroke of midnight. Essentially, is human nature are you know good or bad? And the old man lost that bet. But he died before he knew he lost the bet. He was convinced he had won. So even then, that lesson of human nature could be good fell on deaf ears. Or literally fell right. on dead ears. Right. Um, and and he's, just, he's just sitting up there in a hospital bed. Like, he was this guy that was all about, hey, I need, you know, exciting and this. And he was willing just to die in a hospital bed. Again, this seems not his character at that point. Right. Like, mm. go out and, like, try to stab a shark in the eye. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it just, it didn't seem like his character if that's what he was all about. I, it's just, it's weird. It's just, it's weird. So who was he? Where did he make his money from? Why set up this island? Like, I like how the, did he I like set the up this island? Idea. That makes yeah. the prequel idea even better for, for next I time. would go with a prequel. I mean, I don't know if I'm, like, for me, prequels are tough. Because when I know what's going to happen... I don't love that, right? I don't I know agree. what the end of the story is. The Black Widow factor. Yeah, yeah but I don't care. 
there, there definitely is some interest here, but yeah, I, I don't know. Does somebody, and obviously somebody takes it over. The dude that is the recruiter is the man. Like I felt like yeah. he could have been another top actor. And from my understanding is that he's a pretty big name actor, which okay. was interesting because he had such a little part. But that was some of the discussions like, yeah, they brought in this dude that like, you know, is a pretty big actor to do that. I think he killed it, number one, at that, you know, role. I, I thought that role was so well done. Probably the best role and acting, right, of the, the whole show came from that. Um, right. But so he's doing it again. So the old man's dead. The top dude maybe takes over that spot, but he doesn't have the resources and the American dudes that were there were really just some horse betting people, right? Because, I mean, that's how they were described at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Kind of like betting on horses. So who's running the show? Is there old man has a son? Like, who who's running that show now? Hmm. And or is maybe it the his... front man? Does he get promoted? And it's... Where's he getting the money gonna, from and all that? Is it going to cost more to play? But, okay, so here's the thing. If the front man gets promoted, I have to go with the theory that the reason the front man is back after winning his $40 million is because he's just a degenerate gambler and it happened again. And they're like, dude, you can't win again, man. Like, uh, we can give you a job, I guess, though, right? Like, I feel like that's how it went, went down. Oh, man, I'm poor again. Like, I spent all that $40 million. Oh, you can't well, play again. You know how it works. Or the like, old man knew that he was, you know, going to you know, bite the bullet soon so he needed a, a protege well and if you think about it Guillaume won and he went home with all that money and he never touched it for a, for over a year because he was so broken by the experience and so mm-hmm. maybe right. frontman was so broken that he just was like look so he went I, back? i've got nowhere to go <laughs> i don't want this money let me you know well i mean stockholm syndrome kind of thing maybe yeah um yeah i don't know yeah, that was that was definitely interesting. Now, did did the mom make it? Like again, like I no. kind of <laughs> she no, died. She, she was gone. Yeah. She was dead. So the mom died from diabetes, right? Because yes. he, he had this money and it was just too late. Like I kind of yeah, I don't know. Late. I watched the whole thing and I just I for whatever reason that just didn't stick out for me. Yeah, that was sad. And then, but the I, but other... I knew it was going to happen. You knew he wasn't going to get to go home and save her. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. But I thought it was lovely. Again, this is the thing. I thought it was lovely that he did go get Sebyuk's brother. Yes. yes. And then brings him to Sangwoo's mother. And there's and bounces. Like, yeah. And, like, and then Here. fingers cross bounces. Like, and then everything's okay in the eye of the law because that kid's officially adopted. Like, what world is this where, you know, <laughs> like... He adopted this kid, obviously, right? Bounces, hands her off to somebody else, and that's cool. Like, what happens when this kid wants to go on a field trip? Who's signing that paperwork, right? That's what yeah. I feel like at this point. Like, she got all this money. I get all that. But, like, again, weird because he's still alive. Right. And that's, again, there's these really weird pieces of this story that just, like, just dig at me because I, I don't get it. Um, but maybe things are different culturally, so maybe that's where the issue is. I don't know. I don't want to see a season two, though, because, again, I just don't see him going back and James Bonding that whole island. No like, way. I just Not by don't. himself. Yeah. But, no. but even with who? Like, with the cops? So it's going to be one cop? Like, so what happens to that cop's phone? Like, even if he survives, is that phone safe in that little plastic bag? Like, I mean, is he going to, is the, the chief? First of all, they seemed like bumbling cops anyway. Like, I kind of felt like when he was talking to them, right? 
when the right. guy comes in. Like it kind of seemed like this, you know, Keystone Cop routine going on with this card. And hey, no, I was on this island. I'm telling you, right? Like, and the cops are like, "Nah, dude, get out of here!" Right? <laughs> I, I just it was kind of weird, and you know, I, I don't know. I just I I still am just upset that he doesn't go see his daughter in the U.S. Give us a fade to black. He's got all this money, and we're done. Like, right. Story over. You know, the games can continue on, but not without, the, you know, not with this dude anymore because he's going to see his daughter. Well, and maybe he uses all of his money to hire a crack team of mercenaries. <laughs> yeah, so 40 million <laughs> against probably 40 billion, right? Like, right. <laughs> I mean, right. The, the PlayStation guys could be like stormtroopers, right? I mean, but see, again, plot Except wise, they, never they can't miss. be <laughs> because they never miss. So, they're right, exactly. Plot wise, they can't be. So, he's got these elite sharp, sharpshooters. There's probably a hundred of them. Right, all sharpshooters, and he's going to take over this island somehow, like Goldfinger. I don't know. I don't know. I did enjoy it, though. Yeah, Yeah. I I did, too. I I thought it was great. And everybody that I spoke to was watching it. And everybody was like, are you watching Squid Game? This is bananas. This is insane. Like, everybody. Because once you start, you can't stop. Like, you have to know what happens. Squid Game versus Alice in Borderlands. Squid Game. I didn't watch that one. Same. R- really, though, no Squid Game? Why, why, Diego? I I felt like it was more compelling, more character development, more... So the, the characters were well done. So you would say that if you had to compare the two, you have a better story in Alice in Borderlands, I feel like, versus better characters in Squid Game? Or do, would you say the story you liked in Squid Game better as well? I like the story, I that- too, in Squid I like the story in Squid Game. I And... There, like that ep- that Marvel episode was so good, and Alice in Borderland didn't have anything like that. Okay. And that, to me, it just makes it like there were there were a lot of oh crap moments in this where I was like, "Yo, that's crazy." Yeah, um, and I, I don't, I don't the think rocks I had were tough, man. Like, so, so what was your favorite like oh moment? Right, so I w- I would look at it. I would probably say the rocks instead of the marbles was still the. Ah, oh, dude, that's brutal moment, right? That would be my it's brutal moment versus any of the other things that we saw. Yeah, I thought I just, that was terrible. That was that was a, a double punch because you lost Ali as a as a hero and a player, but then you and also, just watching him walk throughout the alleyway and knowing uh, that he's about to get screwed yeah. is like it just pulls at you. You're like, come on, Ali, but and <laughs> you also already <laughs> you lost you lost Sangwoo because Sangwoo for a while he made a lot of really bad choices he lost his money he wanted to take care of his mother and uh, and and come back with this money to care for her so these bad little moments he had like where he let Giyun pick the wrong shape in the honeycomb mm-hmm. game or the or these little things here and there you know that you could live with that but when he was when he killed Ali so it's like you lost two people that you were rooting for in that one moment with the bar with the bag of marbles and so that was that was powerful yeah I, I was surprised at the fact that he didn't try to help in the beginning that he didn't try to like team up and really help his team in the beginning especially when he knew the game like w- there was no downside to to the knowing the honeycomb game really mm-hmm. right there was there was nothing to be gained except offing those people earlier which it's just it's a tough thing to do and then again if you're gonna go through all that effort and then you're gonna kind of semi-sacrifice yourself during the actual squid game which i took me forever to figure out the rules of this game obviously it's a pretty easy game but like i I couldn't wrap my head around it for a while like i had to stop 
as I was watching that last episode and like read up on it before like <laughs> I went back and was like, okay, now I get it. But it seemed again a teeny bit out of character because he had so many opportunities to not be that dude. Right. And then he was that dude. And then at the end, I mean, he's defeated at that point anyway, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So was it even that big of a, you know, I think that was just to save um, the main character from having to kill him, honestly. Right. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I think Sangwoo just had so much self-hatred. Like he he never wanted Giyoung to talk about how smart he was or where he'd gone to college or those kind of things. He hated hated the fact that he had put his mother's shop up um, for collateral and had lost that for her. Like, his desperation was really only matched by his self-hatred. Like, and that's, that's the thing. Like, as I watched him throughout this game and he just was just not a good guy and just didn't redeem himself along the way, which I kept thinking he would, mm-hmm. I, I think it was really motivated by the fact that he had gotten himself in deeper than anybody else really had. Was he redeemed? He, was he redeemed no, at the end? No. Do you feel like it with that little... Nope. Absolutely active, not. I don't even know what at the end. Nope. I no. mean, he knew he, he, knew he was going to get killed either way. And, I, you know, it felt more like a plot device just to keep the blood off of Giyun's hands. Um, but I don't right. think, you know, I don't think he saw any other way out of it uh, that Sangwoo could have taken. I feel like he also, again, I'm trying to just remember that whole thing. I felt like there was this opportunity, though, and he went, like, full on stupid, evil villain. Should have killed him, could have killed him, but had to talk about it, and then that's what doomed him. I hate that. Right. Like, if I'm going to be an evil villain, like, if it's time to kill somebody, you're dead. Like, there's no talking about it. Like, I felt right. like there was just a little too much of that. Like, I was w- watching an episode of, um, uh, like, a cartoon, like a Saturday morning cartoon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It did kind of, I mean, the conversation between Saibyak and gi the after they had the big meal and she was bleeding out, um, mm-hmm. Uh, it sort of elevates. She she stopped Giyun from going over there and killing a supposedly sleeping Sangwoo, which I guess yeah. we'll never know if that was a ruse or not. <laughs> but she stopped him from doing that, and that sort of elevated her to this sort of, you know, next level moral development vantage point. And then in comes Sangwoo, just to sink even deeper. He's killed Ali, and now he comes in and and offs this, you know, this one moral moment (laughs) so do you feel like these three those three in particular all knowing each other before made it seem small and unrealistic it's interesting right because really that's going to be the girl that steals his four million right right and then it's going to be his best friend and they're all going to be in this specific game yeah and she was pretty and and she knew duck sue and Right. Yeah. yeah, there was there was a lot of sort of overlap there, which I think, you know, but uh, heck, if we can suspend disbelief for all the other stuff that they're doing on this movie. That is true. That is true. <laughs> and um, if they're only pulling from like one city, then it makes it even more. Um, so if we're going to have to believe, we're going to okay, pull 400 so people out of the city. from this one city, <laughs> yeah. and that's how they knew each other. But then this, like you said before, this one city doesn't recognize that hundreds Could you, of people are disappearing well, well, every year? We, we do have the Keystone Cops, so maybe they're just that much of bumbling idiots <laughs> that they true. can't figure it out. Like maybe, that, maybe, maybe it's even smarter. Yeah, maybe it tracks and it's even smarter and we go, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like those cops aren't going to figure this out. Like, 
I don't know. But overall, good. Like I said, overall, definitely, yes, definitely. a winner. I I still have to, if I'm going to put these in order for myself, um, I'm going to go Battle Royale as my top. Um, I am actually going to say Alice in Borderlands because I love the why of the overlying why it is, is, is heavier for me than Squid Game. Not to take anything away from any of them, and this is definitely a must-watch, but if you're looking at that same genre, I'm going to put them in that order. Battle Royale is a classic, and if you guys haven't seen it, then it's I definitely haven't. something to watch. Um, it, it's so good. It, it literally is what Hunger Games was based on, and it is very much like Squid Games in terms of what happens um, very good. And think and, about it. I mean, it sets the genre of video gaming, right? It's Battle Royale, right? That is what it is. They throw all these people on an island, survive. And if you're a comic book fan or a graphic novel fan, um, Battle Royale and another uh, one called um, Liar Game are both manga yeah. series yep. that uh, are just really cool and fun to read. Absolutely. So, so Mark, you've seen Battle Royale? I have not seen it. I've read the the okay. graphic novel um so gotcha. now i feel like i need to go and see the movie i mean it's old um but again it has that like it's old and good kind of like the original westworld is old and good like yeah mm. og westworld is awesome oh, og <laughs> right? westworld is awesome <laughs> absolutely absolutely so i i think that's probably all we had for today right is anyone yeah. else yeah no me? i mean i agree with you i definitely enjoyed it must watch very very well done very well done so I think the next deep dive that we're going to do is going to be on my block. I'm just kind of speaking yes. for everybody now. Yes. I'm excited and kind of not excited for on my block because the problem I'm having with it is we've already seen the future. Please go further into the future with season four. Please, right. please don't let that be the ending. And we're just going to get the gap fill in. Give me the gap fill in and a little bit more. Right, right. And I have, I, I'm I have to be start from season if that's one. The end. Are you serious? You haven't started that yet? We've been telling you to watch it for months. Yeah. Hey, I'm still on Yellowstone. Cut me some slack. Okay. <laughs> oh, Yellowstone, so good. So good. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm. Right. I I can't have on my block end the way that it ended. That's yep. not going to be okay. So that's what you can expect for a deep dive from us for next time. So let us know though what you think about the format. If we didn't discuss it enough, if we discussed it too much, right? Like, <laughs> I don't think we could discuss it too much because I tell everybody I wanted to go episode by episode, but I was vetoed. So hopefully we got into mostly everything. I think I think we did a nice job without without going episode by episode. So. I wonder who was the person that didn't want to go episode by episode. I'll I don't know. Figure that out. I don't know. It wasn't me though. It was me. Hundred percent me. Hundred percent me. Well, uh, thank you, everyone. You know, check out the Facebook page and everything. Let us know what you thought. Let us know uh, if Squid Game is as good as we we thought it was, or if we were totally wrong with our opinion. It's possible. We don't know. And then, uh, like Damon said, we'll catch you next time for on a block. And for everyone, see you next time. Bye. Just a disclaimer here, no members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by Netflix, nor do they have any business ties with the Netflix Corporation. This podcast for entertainment purposes only, and all Netflix news and information that is shared is simply what these three yahoos found online.